the Punk After Show. Run for your life! And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The point after show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie from The Point After Show. As always, I'm here with Mr. Clean himself, Tommy Lipko. Uh, bring the, that back up. The Fantasy Football Advantage, Polly Lipko, and Cabby the Producer. We also have a special guest, Stroud Rounder. You can find him at Stroud Rounder. What's up, guys? Um, before we get into our, our main topics tonight, do want to give a shout out and well, I guess not a shout out, but just uh, give a plug for our new fantasy football only podcast that's going to be released later this week. We have our June winners for our crazy fantasy football league contest, the McCormick Farm Fantasy Fantasy League. We're going to have those guys on the air, at least one or two of them, I believe. I don't know. They're currently fighting over who's going to be on air right now. Yeah, so you can you can just tell it's competitive just by the way they're reacting towards one another. Um, but that's going to drop later this week for our fantasy football only podcast. Thursday? So, Thursday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, you know, keep an okay. eye out for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's jump right into, uh, you know, the U.S. Open, a big. Tommy wrote an article last week that happy, maybe it was a little confusing. You said that Phil Mickelson will play in the U.S. Open and. That was a false accusation. Yeah, I don't think accusation. it was a little confusing that it was a lie. <laughs> it was not a lie at the time, right? Was, like, no, but if you read, was, if you read the title... It was a Tommy hypothesis that, uh, once again, didn't come through. Okay, But by putting the word, I think, in front of it... It would have been better. Or, <laughs> in my opinion, or something. In nah. Facebook's opinion. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Is a caveat term us. But no. You look, beginning of the week, when they were drawing tea times and everything like that, miraculously, he pulls the third to the last tea time. That doesn't seem a little shady. And then they're calling for bad weather. So, so you that, were going they were all ex- Jesse Ventura conspiracy theories on us. No. What, were you listening to NPR this morning? Because he was on there. No. <laughs> but anyway, so here. I thought he was going to play. I definitely thought it would have been a prime opportunity for him to play. I think Phil would have tore this course up. But unfortunately, he's one of those family guys. Put family first. With his, with his wedge plays... Unfortunately. Yeah, for, for the golf fans. Uh, you unfortunately, know, unfortunately. Like, I'm a huge fan of his. I wanted to see him. I want to see him to get the career grand slam, and, and this is the one leg of it that he doesn't have. He finished second six times, and there were a couple heartbreaking fashion uh, opportunities there where down the stretch he just fell apart. Well, as much as I like busting Tommy's chops about this, I love the move. I love calling your shot. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like here's we talk about it all the time. Like, if you were right, you were literally the only one on the internet that had that article. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. website exploded on that article because Tommy was the only one that said Phil Mickelson will play as the headline on the entire internet. So when people were Googling it, they were clicking on it. So if you were right, you were a genius. If you're wrong, we're, so we, forget, we forget about cares? it next week. Yeah, right? I didn't get any uh, – I didn't get but Blackie no, I, I did reaching have some, out to me. Yeah. There was some optimism. I know his caddy was there. Uh, just, Bones was out there yeah, running sco- the course. Yes, uh, scoping out the, the greens and the, the field. So, um, I mean, hey – there were a lot of things there that said he was going to play. He could have played. <clears throat> he could have played because I've been thinking about this. He knew 
when the 2017 U.S. Open was, right? Yeah. Because it's always set in advance. He could have went to his kid's school. They tried that. A year prior, They though. tried all no, this He's stuff. the poorest person whose kid goes to school there. They don't what? give a shit yep. about him. Yeah. He has <laughs> the oh. lowest net worth okay, of anybody apparently in school. I didn't know that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a very... you, apparently you didn't listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> or you didn't read the article. I but couldn't Mike, find it. Uh, there's the door. You go sit and play out over there? It's hiding. So, yeah, so... Uh, apparently, is that the word? What, what's the word? Allegedly. Allegedly, there was a huge petition from the golf world out there to petition the school to move the, the graduation back from Thursday to Wednesday so Phil could go to the U.S. Open. But like Cavi said, he's the, uh, $51 million a year is what Forbes has him at. Wow. Unfortunately for him, he's the poorest one at the school. That's crazy. So, you know, uh, hashtag white people problems, I guess, there for you, Phil. First world. Uh, <laughs> How do you feel when fifty-one million dollars isn't enough to, yeah. to, to switch it? You're at the bottom graduation. of the barrel. You're yeah. like, hey, I can go get my private jet, and my Bentley. Oh, oh, you have four of them? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Phil on the outside looking in. Yeah, you know, that I sucks. wish I had four jets. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's uh, get off the Phil train and talk about Brooks going Brooksy. out with a four-shot Pittsburgh victory. guy, right? Yeah. Um, and I wrote an article a couple weeks ago that he, um, if he finished in the top, or if he won any tournament in the the next nine events, whoever um, signed up for it, it wasn't available in Pennsylvania. It was like six or seven states. If you signed up on this website and you know probably get their mailers and all kinds of crap in your email, but um, if Brooks came in first place, you win ninety four cases or something, some kind of ridiculous amount Mick of Michelob Ultra. Yeah, it was a huge, huge story <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Yeah, but not Pennsylvania. <clears throat> so I mean, congrats to those people that uh, you know signed up and might might, might have won some brew. Over the weekend, so damn Quaker um, laws. But yeah, it was Brooksy's second PGA Tour victory um, and first major, obviously. And I, he was just dominant that last day; like he couldn't miss a putt. Um, other guys like Brian Harmon, they were falling back at the end. No one really made that effort. That um, that, that big charge. Yeah, that, that big charge. charge. And, you know, everybody was saying Ricky was going to do it, and Ricky kind of crumbled. Yeah, yeah, you know, this I agree. was. Everybody going into Sunday, where where they were falling going into the round, all the players in their positions. The only one that, out the, there saying the only that. one that really did was Matsuyama, and he was like he, he started the day like seven back or something like yeah, that, and he, he ended up coming second, yeah. second place, tied for second with Harmon, cost him two hundred fifty k. Remember that putt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're sitting there talking about sweating over a five dollar <laughs> birdie putt at Deer Valley, and this guy, the announcer's like. This putt will keep him in the sole second place, and if he misses, it'll cost him two hundred fifty grand. <laughs> Is that for Harmon? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would, going through your head at that point. And they, they're like, know. and he knows it. He knows it. But I guess when you have that much money, you know, he's not that popular. I mean, this year he's doing okay, but I think he had one other PGA Tour win. It was like two the or best three lefty ago. on the tour right now. Oh, he don't take that. Is. That's not true. Mm, not even close. Look at stats this year. Look, yeah, I'll look at him. Phil's having a pretty solid year. He is, but he doesn't. Yeah, have, but he for, for, the, open, for the senior, he doesn't have a win in a second place. I don't think, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not what the other people at Phil's kids' school say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then yeah, it was funny uh, at the end there after uh, Brooks won and he's walking off, and uh, Joe Buck screwed up his girlfriend situation. That was hysterical. How great was that? Oh, he's like, oh, that's his girlfriend, the famous soccer player, whatever yeah, the name not was. Anymore. And she's a pole vault. Then all of a sudden they're like. Yeah, actually, this is a new girlfriend, and she's yeah. she's actually an actress and on a... It's a pole vaulter. I don't live at a pole vaulter, yeah. I think, right? No, I think she's Is that Dustin Johnson's new girlfriend? No, he's married. Somebody's dating... One of these guys is dating an Olympic pole vaulter. They're walking around holding hands and everything. It was like the... 
Brooks? Hmm. Big Brooks story this girlfriend, weekend. Jenna, I think her name was. Uh, she she yeah, is an actress, and she's in a, a new series coming up on TV. But Eddie and I were watching this, and we I'll looked at each other. i real quick. And, and thought, like, he wanted nothing to do with her at that No, point. he was just sitting there. I, I don't, I mean, you, never, you don't know what's going through his head at the time. Like, maybe he just didn't want any, he just wanted to take it all in, embrace the, embrace. But we were talking about the, that, too, and he really wanted, <clears> like, he would just wait, like, you and I, I guess it's it's different things. Maybe it's the mentality you have. Uh, doing that stuff every day, it's your job. So you're not out there running around slapping five Happy Gilmore style. But you and I agree. Like, you're about to win a major championship and also win a ton of money. And that's going to change his life overnight with all the endorsement deals he's going to get out of this. Yeah. And he... Wasn't even didn't seem that excited. Didn't slap any fives. Was hugging uh, maybe his like coach and caddies and stuff. Yeah, his dad at the kind end of because sh- his father's there. Shoved off his his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So his girlfriend is Jenna Sims, yeah. and she's coming. Got a couple really big shows coming up. Um, Attack of the Fifty Foot Cheerleader, which sounds amazing, and yeah. Sharknado Five. Sharknado so, Five. Uh, that yeah, was the one I was talking about. Oh, yeah, killing so, it, absolutely. huh? Absolutely. So, so yeah. Uh, I will say that um, her modeling career, based on what she looks like, is probably going to go a lot better than those two movies are. Um, She's probably, is she an Instagram model? She probably uh, was at one point. <laughs> She's an absolute <laughs> smoke shot. She played yeah, soccer no. for Florida State, right? So, no, that was the other girl. No, that was the other one. No. So, yeah, you're like, don't buckle. Ricky, Ricky Fowler is dating Allison Stoke. The Olympic pole vaulter. Okay. okay. Well, we established that they all have hot girlfriends and yeah. wives. And hey, you're, you're a professional athlete. You're getting crammed <clears throat> Bubba Watson. I, I will say this: watching the tournament, I you could have did better. A couple Bubba. takeaways that I have from the tournament this week: um, one, the wind was absolutely insane uh, on Sunday, especially for the early golfers. Uh, Jordan Spieth kind of took a lot of that, even though he played well. Um, the other thing I noticed is that the commentary with Joe Buck and I think Paul Azinger, and then there was another. Former golfer. Who's the other guy? Brad Faxon. Faxon. Those guys are are like television magic. Those guys are hysterical together. Some of the stories and some of the things that they were talking were, were just some of the one-liners that that zinger that a zinger throws out there kept me laughing through the entire thing. I didn't mind it because I, I I think it's only the U.S. Open that does the th- that goes through Fox now. And then they start. You and I were talking too. They start at eleven o'clock. Yeah, that was awesome. That is like, love instead it. of like three a.m. Yeah. or three p.m. So it goes to like show five us everybody. PM. Give everybody a chance to get yeah. get get some of that. Uh, Here's what I was thinking about that. By the way, we I was talking to Mike as a matter of fact this week on a Sunday. So we were watching the late... Well, we started watching at 11 o'clock in the morning. We watched all these guys come through a couple of these holes. And for like a half hour straight, these guys were missing almost this exact same putt. Probably about six or seven guys came through missing this exact same putt. Same exact way, right? And then I saw the guys teeing off at 3 o'clock, 3.45, 3.30, whatever. And they're coming down and they're missing the putt the exact same way. If I have a 3.30 tee time, right... I don't know what you do. I'm watching the TV at 11 o'clock, right? And I'm watching to see what these guys are doing because you're about to play those holes. Eh. You kind of can see. Why isn't that an unfair advantage? Why is be- that not an unfair advantage? I would be sitting home it's or a- whatever in the clubhouse watching the 11 o'clock guys tee off and see where these putts are going and how far they're breaking. It's kind of tough, man. Like, So so what I understand is the caddies will watch and, and kind of read that data that they can see on TV. But at the same time is you're there. It's such a mental game, golf is, right? We all agree on that. You have thousands of people watching you there, tens of thousands of people watching you live, and millions of people watching you on television. You have camera people following you around. So you're yeah, trying to get some sleep in, trying to like 
calm the nerves. You don't want to watch it on TV, especially if someone's making that charge. You, you know, you see someone that's four or five strokes behind, all of a sudden it's making a charge early on. You know, that's going to put so much more added pressure on yourself. I, I definitely think they all stay away. Not all, but most of them will stay away from it just for the mental aspect of the game, and they're out on the range and hitting some putts on the green trying and to I stay think, in their groove. I think they're sliding into someone's DMs. No, I think what you just said, though. <laughs> I, think, I think they're just so... Used. Not they have slipping. Their, nope. They have their own routine, and they have. Their, I'm sure they're all su- superstitious. They wake up. They you know have the same breakfast every day. That kind of shit. So, um, I think they're just so set in their ways that they're not going to screw anything up to watch. You know, some someone like Brian Stewart hit a putt from ten feet. It's just something I, I know thought in my head. I would have probably. Yeah, we talked about I guess that. I'm not sitting there. We were but talking about yeah. that. long story short, congratulations, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Good yeah. for you. job, Brooksy. Hey, congratulations. Well I, I feel bad for. Congrats uh, on the sex too. Matsu, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Dude, good God. Jenna um, Sims. Things would have got ugly. I'd have to look her up. Uh, Matsuyama, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed for him. I really wanted to see him. I, we talked about this early in the season. We think he's going to win a major. He's getting close. He had lowest round on on Sunday too. Yeah, really good. 66. So good for him. I think he had, a, he had a low round now. another day, too. Yeah, he had 65 on uh, Friday. Friday. Or, yeah, Friday, Friday. Is he, is, he, is he one of the, probably the best player on the tour right now that has not won a major? Mm, top, there's a lot of them. Probably right top there are, yeah. Top, he's one of my favorites. Probably hit, yeah. I would like, say, if you're not looking at, like, followers yeah, follow, up there. yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean Matsuyama's come so close so many. Probably times. top like five or six. No, I don't. I think that's just only the second time he's ever even finished in the top five of a major before. Oh really? Yeah, I don't think I he's. I don't know. But anyway, he's great. He's good. But yeah, good so job, Brooksy. Congrats, buddy. Okay. If you're listening, I hope you are. Well, yeah, he definitely listens. His <laughs> girlfriend hopefully isn't listening. Uh, so we're gonna um, jump right in. We we have a special guest. We have um, Def Rhino's is it lead guitarist, lead singer. Uh, Adam from Def Rhino, we have him uh, on the line. Yeah, been been a big fan of these guys for a while. Um, met them down here in Harrisburg at the Millennium Music Conference, and they came through uh, Scranton a few times since uh, playing the uh, Electricity Music Conference and uh, various shows up there. How's it going, Adam? Good, man. Good, man. It's rainy over here in New Jersey, but uh, we're staying afloat. I hear you. Hey, so uh, you sports guy, Adam? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been known to play some sports back in my day. I've uh, played, well, Bobby and I actually met playing college football at Muhlenberg. Okay, cool. So that's Allentown, right? Yep, yep, yep. Bethlehem area? Division three, slow, skid, slow kid football. Hey, uh, well, fun fact, uh, first ever football game played under the lights was at Muhlenberg. Yeah, I believe there's like some kind of history there. I guess they, uh, I, I saw that on some show, because there's no football program there anymore, right? No, they're like they're, I mean, when I was there I quit after my freshman year Honestly, like I fell in love with Playing music again When I Right after my freshman season Like I was like I ended up like In that mode where like I did nothing except for Sit in my room and play guitar And like okay. learn how to play And then I went back My sophomore year Actually in ripping shape And was behind an eventual All-American And a six foot five maniac Who's one of my best friends And I was like This isn't for me Okay. So like um, they were actually top ten in the country when I was there in Division three, and right. I think they're still like that competitive. Okay. So New Jersey guys, are you Philadelphia, New Jersey, or New York, New Jersey? As far as uh, team, we're in New goes? York, New Jersey. I grew up in Bergen County. We're like in a suburb of Manhattan. Like, right now, I live on the Hudson River, but on the Jersey side. Like I look out my window and I see the skyline. So we're 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 as close to New York as you can get in New Jersey. So you're Giants guys. Big time. Everybody in the band's a big time Giants fan. That's the like I know we're talking in the pre-interview and you're like, are you a big sports guy? The one thing that the, the band 
all loves and watches passionately is the New York Football Giants. Okay, what about are you guys Yankees or Mets guys? Uh, Bobby's probably the only baseball guy in the team, or Tom and Tommy, uh, Mets and Yankees respectively. Okay, cool. Well, hey. We appreciate you calling in. We appreciate getting uh, you know a little early listen to the song, and we're we're happy to debut it. Um, so right now, what we're going to do is we're going to get into playing uh, the song. But why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online? Uh, anything Def Rhino. We are the only people named any stupid enough to name anything Def Rhino. So if you're on Facebook, all the music's on there. So it's facebook.com backslash Def Rhino. Uh, YouTube Def Rhino Band. Instagram, like all of our links are available there. I know it's a big platform for everybody. It's at Def Rhino. Um, and then Spotify is where I consume my music. I know a lot of folks do, and everything's there under Def Rhino. And that will be available Friday, but the video is YouTube and Facebook. Adam, I, uh, it's Tom here, but I have one question. Where did Def Rhino come from? So we were called Easy Company, which is, sounds like like a hippie jam band that's okay. like an unoriginal as it gets because like our first week as a band, someone's like, oh, do you want to play like the local AC? So we're like, okay, Easy Company's cool. We're all easygoing guys. Like we're good company. Um, and then we kind of started to get like more serious and our, our sound evolved and we knew we had to change. Um, and dude, what do you name a band? That's like both not cheesy and cool and like it's tough and like represents our music, which is... That's some energy and some balls to it, but it's like also quirky enough to not be like flaming skulls cheesy, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, our bass player's dad was like, "What about dead, dead rhino?" And I drew like a stupid upside down rhino, and then kind of evolved from there after kind of months of deliberation. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I always like to hear the backstory on where people come up with the name. Uh, harder than writing any song I've ever written Any performance was like saying What's the name And it still kind of throws people off But like within our genre And the people who really dig it Not just in our local area it's, It seems to go over well and I, It represents the music It's weird and kind of It's you like, guys tough. Yeah That's cool, I like man. it And shameless plug You guys can uh, check out Def Rhino uh, The weekend of September 15th at the Electric City Music Conference in Scranton, Pennsylvania, for the third year, right, guys? Third year? Yeah, Joe, you're you're the like I don't want to go like whole like I love you, bro, but you've been always everyone in NEPA, like the Scranton area and, and Harrisburg a little bit. We haven't been out there in a minute. It's just the distance, but we've got in Wilkes-Barre and Scranton, like everyone's been giving us a lot of love for an out-of-town band. Like we're definitely in the scene as much as an out-of-town band can be, and. Uh, just much love to Scranton and Wilkes-Barre <laughs> Well we'd love to see you come to Harrisburg We think it'd be worth your uh, your ride out here We can help you uh, tear the house down up here Out here We'll be back We'll be back We're just once We spent so much time um, Like the producer we use on this record Was like someone more established Than we've ever had So we have used in the past So we put a little more time Like writing and trying to orchestrate everything And now we finally got everything kind of ready to slowly release instead of just pushing it out. Being like, hey, check out the album. We wanted a video for everything. We wanted each song to have its own life. So we're going to start hitting it pretty hard again. The summer is just tough because, like, everyone's gone doing a million things, not in the band, but, like, people aren't just staying home and going to the local club, like, in the fall. Yep. All right. Well, hey, Adam, we appreciate you calling in. And uh, here you guys go. It's uh, one of the world debuts today of uh, Def Rhino Snakeskin. You guys get to hear it for the first time, and you're going to hear uh, four idiots in the studio uh, narrate the video for you. So uh, 
Thanks a lot, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Good luck, buddy. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Packing company. Uh. Like the black and white. It's like a uh, Kill Bill type feel to this or something. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. (laughs) Definitely friends at the point after show there. Somebody likes the party. So I figured out how we're getting paid for this plug. (laughs) I think I dated that chick over there on the right. Bruce Willis? No, the quick. chick with the cool ass cornhole rolls. Cornhole? The cornhole. <laughs> Fat stack. Yeah. That real money there, Adam? Joe Boo. Uh oh. Is Shaq that coming around? Was that a, a chindo? Oh. This is Kill Bill. Okay, Kill know. Bill. It is. I like the song. It's got a high train the dragon feel to it. Song is really good. It's like groove, but it's rock still. Yeah. Feeling these guys are gonna get fucked up. Did they get this entire cast from like West Side of Scranton? <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, nothing ever goes well with drugs and money. No. In movies. It looks like it's still unless, unless you throw Vegas in with it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Oh, we don't support that. No. no. Couple knives. The Ray Rice. Oh, it's a girl. That's another girl. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like, the, I like the girl on girl action. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cutter. She's a cutter. Ooh. That's gonna leave a mark. Vin Just, Diesel. Vin Diesel's also in this. Stone Cold shaved his goatee. Ooh, is that a medicine ball? That was a 50 pound dumbbell. <laughs> wow. Looks like uh, what is that? Jason Statham? Is that his name? Look <laughs> at good shot. Get her on a dart team. Very dark. Oh, wow. That was quick. Is this like a brothel? This girl's just getting oh, pounded. Yeah. It looks like a snuff film. And not the good, yeah, not the good <laughs> yeah. kind of pounding. Uh-oh. Like, they should have just started with that. Ended it quick for She's gone. I feel like I'm watching an Aaron Hernandez home video. Oh. <laughs> Too, soon. Too soon. Look for the bubble gum. Look for the bubble gum. Okay. It looks like an eight mile. I might be the lead singer. That's why you don't fall asleep at work. <laughs> it's a man's beard, though. Yeah, I have beard envy of that guy. The jam part, I like it. Yeah, everybody's getting shot up now. They come in with the automatic weapons. I don't know if anybody's getting shot though. There's just lots of shooting blanks. Yeah. <laughs> shooting blanks? <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> so shout out to Joe Wilson. Oh, we don't su- we don't support bullet. fur at the point after show. Fur's murder. Peter. It's well they're gonna get murdered anyway, so. Uh, is it fur? Like my bath mat, actually. Oh, I'm kind of digging yeah. this chick here. She seems pretty, like, yeah, like, like, dominated. she seems type. nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, the one that you want to introduce to your like parents. I, I want her to disrobe, but keep oh, the she's back. <clears throat> she's looking with, like, she's like the robin. hamburglar. <laughs> this is definitely like a kill bill feel, though, no doubt. It's about to go down. Great video. That was a great good jam. Good cliffhanger. Leave yeah. it on a cliffhanger. TBT. That will be on my song. iTunes Continue. tomorrow. 
bright and early. All right, guys, that was Snakeskin by Def Rhino. You can check that out on any online music outlet today. We're going to jump right back into our segments here and talk about the McGregor and Mayweather fight. Set for August 26th in Vegas. Tommy, you found a little bit about the T-Mobile. T-Mobile, yeah. Uh, Convention Center or what? what? Yeah, T-Mobile Arena. And that date, that venue is already booked and under contract with Ice Cube and Big Three, the three-on-three basketball league. We talk about that sometimes. Potentially being an Olympic sport all of a sudden. No, it's, well, it's, it's approved. Yeah, it's and probably going to be an Olympic sport. Now, these bums aren't playing in the Olympics, but yeah, these uh, guys are washed up for the most part. So, yeah, anyway, Ice Cube has that venue. This is just to show how much money this event's going to make. Is Ice Cube has this venue already booked up, and the, they're selling the tickets online already for the three-on-three basketball. It's the championship. And he's like, yeah, we could switch it up for the right price, so... They know what the number is. Come and get me. So who knows, right? There's there's it's another. Be done. Yeah, it's, there's too much money to be lost yeah. with <laughs> it not being done. But that's awesome for Ice Cube and the yeah. and the big three. Maybe right? it'll maybe it'll make the the basketball league last a two seasons. That's, or something, you, you know, know that's my money, thing is, you know? is they're probably gonna make more money off of moving venues than they probably oh then ticket than sales? they probably made in ticket Definitely. sales the entire year for yeah. the season. I think Absolutely. that the uh, I think that the three on three thing is actually going to be pretty entertaining. Quite honestly, I was telling Mikey this earlier today. If the NBA continues to keep going in the road it's going with building these super teams and everybody, they might as well just go to the three on three or, or just go to a, a, a an eighteen man league or a sixteen team league because it's getting ridiculous. I'd rather watch three on three. We'll personally. talk about that later when we yeah. get into the yeah. Sixers stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so that's another thing. And what do you guys think about this whole fight? Do, uh, I know Mikey. Let me ask you this one. Do you? Can you acknowledge you it's going to happen commission. now? Yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah. Would you would, would you have sanctioned this in Pennsylvania? I would not. And why? Not. Why? Because you have Floyd Mayweather, who's 49-0, arguably the best, best boxer, boxer of, all time. of all time, right? Versus Conor McGregor, who's never had an amateur boxing match, not a pro boxing match, and is used to wearing much smaller gloves and where you could hit on the ground. He's not used to this style. Throw of kicks, boxing. elbows. Yeah, absolutely. He is a world class athlete, no doubt. But McGregor knows how to box. The point is to McGregor hit, does? Or I'm sorry, Mayweather. Knows Mayweather knows how to box. You hit, you don't get hit. Everybody complains about this, Mayweather running and doing this, doing that. That's the name of the game. Score your points and get out. This fight's not even... Uh, firstly, I'll tell you this. I'm not going to spend the money on the pay-per-view. The fight That's is going to be... No, absolutely 100%. No, you're like, probably, probably, no, Paul, no, no. Paul's not going to. So yeah. We're going to watch it here. No, Paul's saying anything. Why don't you get the fights tonight? Listen, this fight is going to be such a train wreck of a fight. There, it's not even oh, going to be a fight. Not even going to be a fight. Yeah. Mayweather is going to steamroll him. Because at the end of the day, just to Mikey's point, McGregor's not going to be able to hit him. There's no way McGregor hits him in this fight. He he is so much faster. He's so much more technically sound. McGregor, by the way, they also, if you guys didn't know this, they actually threw it in McGregor's contract that if he, for any reason whatsoever, throws a kick, throws anything, yeah. on, gets him on the ground, whatever, yeah. the, the, the fight, he loses all... Purse, yeah. everything. He's gonna lose everything. So, uh, I mean, I see him getting frustrated. I see this fight being boring as hell. <laughs> a typical Mayweather fight. He He's going to beat him, but it's probably going to go the entire distance, unfortunately. I think McGregor's just going to gas out, and it's not even going to go 10 rounds. Well, the odds, <clears throat> they opened up at uh, Mayweather was a favorite 22-1. to 1. 
as of June 15th was, you know, a few days ago, it went down to five and a half to one. Yeah, there was uh, huge so much money. action. Well, there was yeah. huge yeah. money no. early on. There was huge money that no. went on McGregor. No. Yes, no, there no, was. No, here, here, no here, there I, was I, money on McGregor, oh, but it wasn't money. huge money. It was smaller bets, yeah. what they call recreational bettors. Right, but a ton we're of putting, people. We're putting it on it. And yeah. if you looked at all the big bettors, the people that were coming out, the Sharks that were putting 50K, 100K on the fight, they all were hammering. Shady McCoy. Hammering Mayweather. Yeah. McGregor was your hundred dollar bets. Yeah, kind of people. They, I read right. yesterday that at Caesars, of the first hundred and forty four bets placed, 140, 140 of them were for McGregor. Yeah, but they were all so, like yeah, average exactly. hundred dollar. Shady bets. put yeah. two hundred and fifty grand on Mayweather. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a smart man. Yeah, good investment. Yeah, I mean, he was just trying to double it up. Or he was just trying no, to buy a new bet. Not even no. double it up. No, maybe, maybe, maybe win like ten k, ten k, whatever. Maybe Phil Mickelson should do the same thing, and he could maybe get his graduation move for next time. Yeah, <laughs> right. He'd have to put, <laughs> put his whole net worth on it. <laughs> but here's my thing: is is you look. There was a sparring partner that Mayweather or uh, McGregor had. Yeah. But you, if you read everything, that was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. That sparring partner. So yeah, that wasn't a video. That yeah. You're talking about the video they released. Well, tell us yeah. a little bit about that, because for so, those of us no. that don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So it was a video where there was a boxing uh, boxer. That was there sparring with McGregor. Yeah. And he's like, you know, for all those people that's saying Mayweather won't be able to hit McGregor, you're BS because I'm nowhere near Mayweather's, you know, talent. And I was able to get shots in. But that was a year ago. You listen to everything else he had to say. He said Mayweather or McGregor has a ton of power and his boxing skills are more impressive than he thought. His footwork's a little clumsy. I, I said it from the beginning. I thought Mayweather would pound McGregor, but... The more I think about it more and more is you look at McGregor before he made his UFC debut. He was collecting welfare checks and doing yeah. plumbing work. Yeah. This guy is motivated, right? Absolutely. He went and worked that. He's not motivated. He's rich. He's not, not motivated. But when you think he's not rich it, in comparison to Mayweather, but he's much more richer than he was previous oh, to getting yeah, MMA. This, this is a paycheck but to you're him. You're collecting man. welfare. It's, it's, it's he's not collecting welfare. He's got he's got okay. more cars than we have. Sure, freaking, yeah, well, than we have. But he was on, pieces of furniture he was on welfare. That's a long time point. ago, man. Not that yes, long ago. It was like three like, years ago. Kimbo like Slice was on welfare too at one point. When he got rich, things changed. People get changed when they have money. This is a paycheck to him. Not really. Kimbo Slice is pretty dead from crack. it is not. McGregor sees this as a paycheck. But at the same time, I agree with Tommy. He is motivated. He's not going. He's not going to win. Absolutely, no motivation is not going to. Motivation is not going to do anything. He's not going to win. But he's not going to take a dive. He's going to give his. Oh, best I'm not going to say he's going to take a dive. Yeah. Well, if he catches Mayweather, he won't. If he catches him, yeah. If he catches him, there's he there's won't. no doubt amongst all five of us. Well, Mayweather's going to get hurt. Yeah. Well, let's think about it. Like, the, just think about it this way. Yes, it is a payday. It's payday for anybody. I would go it's in there right. For Ice Cube. I would go <laughs> in there for right right now. Yeah. And let fucking Mayweather knock my head off my shoulders for $100,000. He couldn't knock my head off my shoulders for $100,000. Maybe you, oh. you might be the next Tim Haig. No, I, 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 my Segment. head trauma is all right. Yeah, yeah no. Um, but think about it. So right now, McGregor's net worth is $34 million. If he loses, he stands to make $100 million. Yeah. So he's going to triple his net worth. Well, he gets paid either way. For as long as he right. throw a kick. Yeah. He gets paid. Right. Sure. So he, even if he loses, though, he makes yeah. $100 million. If he's he wins, getting, he makes yeah, like, it could be 300 right? That's all it is yeah. in boxing. Here's yeah. the thing 49 other guys have got in the ring with Mayweather. Trained professional what? boxers. Guys that know how to punch, guys that know how to move in the ring. But. And nobody has been able to hit this guy. And you're saying, if, if well, this guy can, if this yeah. guy can somehow miraculously land one. 
Mayweather would have to be drunk in the ring for him to land a punch on him. Are, Mayweather, I mean, McGregor barely landed a punch on Diaz. That's bullshit. Barely landed yeah. punches on Diaz. Diaz looked like hamburger about? after uh, that the fight. St- nah, dude. So, he wasn't even fa- He's not going to land punches. He's bleeding everywhere. It was a bloodbath. So here's, here's my thing, though. So... Two years ago, you'll know better than me. Two years ago, when when was Mayweather's last fight? Two years ago, uh, three year years, and a half, a year. No, more, no, longer than that. When he like fought Pacquiao, two years ago, right? No, he had another fight after that. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, fought, he fought some, one more. Some, so it was like, oh, yeah. like okay, yeah. so like, two years ago. Tops. Year and a half, two years ago. All right, so he hasn't been in the ring in two years. He hasn't necessarily been training to the full extent that he was. He's forty years old. He's now. gonna get a full camp in. No, but right, but he's forty years old. You don't think that you you take a little step like I mean for fuck's sake you take a step back at thirty any, he doesn't have any miles little, on him, bro he has no miles on him he right but he's still he's still a forty his, he's still a forty year old man his last fight was September twelfth of two thousand fifteen so two years yeah, yeah. okay so you, you two, you're two years out of the ring you're forty now so you're gonna lose a step maybe not taking shots but you're gonna lose a step as a forty him year old him losing a step here. means nothing nothing but him losing a step means nothing. McGregor's twenty eight years old. You're, you could take a lot better of a beating at 28 years old than you can 40. So I think that, that the fact of, and it, and every, it's complete agreement by everybody, I think, universally, yeah. that the only way McGregor wins this fight is if he catches him on a jaw when well, he's not looking or something. Well, here's like the thing, too, is, is, you know, my thought with that, my argument against that is the boxing rules. They're way different than MMA, right? You get knocked out in boxing a couple times around pretty much, right. you know, so you get your 10 count. So even eight if... count. What's that? 8 count. You get knocked down, you get a standing eight count. Okay, sorry. All right, so I always thought it was ten. Yeah. Ten, you're out. Well, if you well, get, you get the ten, well, they can they count, count to ten. ten they can go to nine and over. say ten, and you're standing. You're good. No, the as long as you go ten, you're out. But what happens if he gets to eight? Once you get to eight, if you're up and you're awake, yeah. So he could get to ten, but he, he has a loud ten still keep going to ten. Either way, we're arguing over some rule shit because Stroud Rounders likes to fight, right? So. Even if he drops him, McGregor's chances in the first or second round, because like Mikey Absolutely. said earlier, mm-hmm. it's a gas tank. But even if he does catch him, he has to knock him straight cold. Absolutely. Because otherwise, Absolutely. Mayweather gets to get back up and gets to fight again. Correct. So I either see Conor McGregor getting knocked out by Mayweather or going to decision and Mayweather wins again. I Yeah, personally, I'll go this way. We'll go around the horn and just give our opinion. I agree with you that I don't... I, I see... I see uh, Mayweather winning this fight handily by the twelfth round. I don't see him knocking I think it's only out. Ten, right? Is it ten, 10 rounds? Ten I don't rounds. see McGregor getting knocked out. I don't think that he knocks him out in this fight. I definitely think it's just going to be a dance fest. I think that he's going to show that he's going to. He might even try to embarrass McGregor enough to say, "You're in my world. Don't ever try to bring MMA into our world." And he might dance around enough to where he just annoys the shit out of McGregor, taking wild swings at him, just to kind of prove a point. Don't bring MMA to boxing. You can't beat boxers. Uh, I just see 10 rounds. I think McGregor loses handily, but I don't think there's any bloodshed in this fight whatsoever. Yeah, but then you could go back to, okay, your your argument, don't bring MMA into boxing. Okay, Mayweather, come over to MMA. McGregor would pound the shit sure, out of you. Sure, but Mag- Mayweather's not an idiot. No, I know. I'm just saying. Well, Mayweather, not, no, no Mayweather, it's not that he's not an idiot. There's not enough money. Well, that too, but he's yeah, not an idiot. Thing. Thing. He, yeah. so, so, if so you were you giving him the point. same money, it right. could yeah. probably happen. But, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but that's... What do you I think, Kelly? I would what take an ask for that much. For sure, $300 million, I'm taking an ask But that's you and I. Mayweather doesn't need to take an ask beating. A $300 million ask beating, he's going to take it. But anyway, I think... It, it comes down to exactly what we said. I mean, if it goes the length or if it goes any significant amount of time, obviously uh, 
Mayweather wins. I think like the worst thing that could happen is what you said though, is if he starts swinging at him and taunting him, that's when you let your guard down. And you, you catch one on the jaw. And I think that's what it takes. I mean, McGregor's got a punch, but here's my my biggest worry is, and I'm not a I'm not into the, the technical parts and of everything of MMA, but the grabbing at the hands thing. You know, yeah. like uh, what what appeal what I noticed the most about McGregor is when he fights and people punch at him, he grabs their hands. Like I've noticed that a lot, and I don't know if that's a normal thing. I yeah, only watch. They, they do a lot. I only watch, watch McGregor. I only watch Irish McGregor fights because he's Irish. That's the only thing. I, that's hashtag. The only, hashtag. And I watched like one Brock Lesnar fight at one point. But him grabbing at the hands like that. If he tries to grab a Floyd Mayweather's hands, he's going to take one. Well, and there's not. He's he never going to be able to grab his hands because he's right. in gloves. I got. A, I'm just reading online here that Conor McGregor actually brought in uh, Donnie Ward to teach him how to punch. Have you have any take on that? Uh, big fan of the fight. Oh, yeah. Don, oh, Donnie Ward. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Mickey. Uh, don't put your hands in your back pocket and dare somebody to punch you. And, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't suggest that Mayweather put his hands in his back pocket and tell uh, no. McGregor to, to punch him. Mikey, what do you think uh, on that? Here, here's, here's what I see since it's actually going to happen. Make it brief. Let's roll. <laughs> May, Mayweather by TKO by the eighth round. TKO doesn't mean he's going to completely knock him out. It's just that he's just going to stop him. Floyd Mayweather has only 26 KOs of 49 wins. Doesn't have a lot of power to knock somebody out. I agree. He's just going to be able to get to him enough to where the ref's going to say, you know what, that's enough, fight's over, move on. Collect your check. Scoop. Yeah. Where you going, buddy? Oh, um, you, you still here? Or are you, no, uh, I was you in Mexico. daydreaming. Thinking about you're at the Backstreet Boys. No, he's concert? at Backstreet Boys yeah. in Vegas right now. Um, Hit me, baby, one more time. No, nah, I mean McGregor is gonna get pummeled. I, I think. I mean, it's not even. I don't know Mayweather. So it's unanimous Mayweather. Yeah. So yeah. So I would like to see uh, McGregor put up a good fight, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So talking about crossing over. Yeah. And um, big and thing. From MMA to boxing, we had another big story this week. Yep. Two of them, kind of. Yeah. We had um, Tim Hague and Matt Hughes. Tim Hague, um, after getting knocked the f out, like. Seven times in a one uh, one match, I think he no, uh, no, no. six times in no. two rounds. So okay. my my question though, and I'm glad we have Mike here. So Tim Haig, seven knockouts in 22 months. Yeah. Whose where, fault is where, it that he's where, back where, in the ring? Where is the where where is <laughs> well, the from, you know from from my research today, uh, the the commission up in Canada just did not require a neuro test, which he should have had. Um, Apparently there was no three not, no in Pennsylvania there's no th- uh, stand uh, Connecticut I'm sorry in Canada I don't I honestly don't know what the rules are but in Pennsylvania there's no three three knockdown rule okay so it basically comes down to the referee stating you get knocked down once knocked down twice you're done I mean we can't risk you it's discretion of the referee yeah Dying. absolutely sure absolutely yeah you know. Uh, they just basically ignored everything, you know. Yeah. I mean, blame Canada. Yeah, absolutely. He should not have had a license to begin with. We right? even look back to his last fight in the UFC. You know, he had he was concussed. He went out and he said, "I'm taking a break from fighting." You know, with this concussion, I'm gonna let my brain heal. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a past of it. So there's definitely negligence. Absolutely. It's a good word this week after some dogs drowning, but there's definitely some negligence, and. Um, you know, you, you just saw it there with the commission. Yeah, somebody there. should have been watching. Um, I mean, great guy, though. Everything I've yeah. read this week seems like a great guy. He was a school teacher. Yep. 
um, was doing this for a college fund, basically for his kid from everything I read and everybody that got at us on Twitter about it. Um, so definitely, you know, thoughts and prayers and positive vibes, whatever your your uh, your take on that is to the the Hague family, and you know maybe just a little more. Do so. This is my other question: Do like do boxing and MMA talk to each other? Well, Would all, that be a thing? It's all, it's all, it's it's all sanctioned under one commission. Okay. Okay. Some states have, and we don't know in Canada. We don't know yeah. what goes on up there. Some states have. So and so handles boxing. So and so handles MMA. Okay. So, but they're all pulling information from the same database. So they would all no, know. Actually, two would... different databases. Okay. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, you have to. Now, granted, some people do both, but you know, part of the job is doing your research to see, and following through that. Hey, if this guy's on suspension, don't let him fight. Yeah. He's got to be cleared by a doctor. You know, it's just, what, apparently what, uh, they weren't talking to each other. What mixed martial arts? Uh, um, Program was this? So what? What? He was in the UFC. No, I know he was in the UFC, but what was sanctioning? Oh, this, the, this what was, was this? No, he died this in a boxing, boxing match. Oh, it's a boxing. So, so, boxing. so somebody just saw oh, somebody. No, no. So I'm just saying. So I'm thinking. So I'm thinking. Somebody just saw this guy's name and said, "Ex UFC fighter. We're gonna no. pull some. We're gonna pull yeah. some car or pull some money on this. So there's gonna be a draw." He, apparently, he boxes. Like he boxes though. Like he, yeah, he's a long time yeah, boxer. Cro- but crosses over quite a bit. A lot of guys do. He was in the ring with, from what I understand, a heavy hitter. Like apparently, a real heavy handed hitter. Drago. He hit like a right. He hit like yeah. a train. Ooh. Oh well, there's a terrible segue to yeah. uh, Hughes. Matt Hughes. Oh, Matt Hughes. Just got real uh, there. Matt Hughes. Yeah. Why, 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 one of the why, why nicest this? guys ever. He still is. He's alive. He's yeah. not dead. We didn't He's have to bring the whole show down. Jeez, everybody. Yeah, I know. The show's getting off the rails. God. Oh, <laughs> God. like the <laughs> deaf <laughs> rhino music let's, video. Let's keep yeah. this thing chugging along, guys. <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> okay. um, well, we'll truck on over to. I'm just guest. They do not support the comments. <laughs> so, if you don't uh, like us, don't turn us off. It gets better. Let's keep on trucking. And, uh, but yeah. So from what I understand, if I've read of this guy, I mean, great guy. Loved, beloved UFC fighter. Yeah. Um, uh, he was champ for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Great um, wrestler, <clears throat> legend, and 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 founding father. Or so what? One so, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, of UFC. So um, all the details aren't out there. There's some accounts, you know. So we don't want to speculate or anything. But it involved the train and involved the truck. Doesn't usually end well. Um, he's stable condition though, from from what we understand. Yeah, so, responsive. I mean, th- I was reading an article today that. He wasn't, uh, his eyes weren't open yet, but like, you know, with squeezing people's squeezing hands okay. and stuff like that. So. so we like to hear that. And, uh, you know, again, just positive vibes out to the family. Um, and, you know, we are all at some level MMA fans here. Um, Huge. You know, even if, if we only watch Irish fighters, um, we still like to see everybody stay healthy. And, you know, so we're sending everything out to this family. So so when I first read the article, I my first instinct this is this is terrible, but my first instinct was, oh wow, I kind of I kind of can see that though, because isn't Matt isn't Matt Hamill d- deaf? And then I realized not, I, I know. Then oh. I realized it was Matt Hughes, and I'm like, oh well, that really see he doesn't have an out there. If that was Matt Hamill, uh, who was a deaf UFC fighter, I could have understood this. Actually, but. I just. I almost got hit by a train in Lebanon before. Did you? I feel I feel as though there's got to be like it's like final destination to get hit by a train, in my personal opinion, because people that say, "Oh, my car stalled out on the tracks," well, that's like a once in a billion chance that your car happened to stall out on those tracks. Yeah, uh, (laughs) the fact that you get hit by a train is just complete and total like asinine that you don't notice a train's coming or hear one. And they don't don't use the arms anymore. No, not in some places. Wow. 
They don't in Le- they don't in Lebanon. They run right through town. Yeah, I almost got cracked by a train right. in Lebanon before. Yeah, um, Lebanon, Lebanon, Le- whatever the hell they say. Well, I'm staying out Lebanon. of there. I ain't going yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, man. I feel we feel bad for you here at the Planner Show. We hope for a speedy recovery. All right. Um, so are we okay? Never mind. Let's get into our last segment here. We're going to talk about little NBA stuff. We got NASCAR too. And NASCAR. Yeah, so second to last segment. Second, second to last segment. Um, Cabby, I know you mentioned it. I didn't really have it on the on the, the list here, but the Sixers. Let's hear it for the 76ers, huh? Yeah. Trust the process. Uh-oh. Hinkle, trust the, trust Hinkle, the process. They, haven't they had, like, the last... They have, haven't they had the first pick for the last 22 drafts? And they have the new dream <laughs> and they keep team. drafting freshmen who don't have enough experience. I, I literally, literally, by now, they have to have, like... So like the have, Cleveland Browns. They have yeah. A, Do they, have, what an, they, they have, have an NFL team full of first-round first round, uh, first What they have... Picks. What they're going to have is 10 years... A decade with... Three dominant players in the league. It's going to take them a decade to get there. By the time no, they all become not. dominant, they, they're all out of their prime. They have Simmons, who's hasn't played yet. Right, who's going right. to start? They have Embiid, mm-hmm. who's they, hurt always. He's not hurt now. He's good. It's the off season. They have uh, Dor. Dor. Well, how do you say that? Doric. Dor. The guy from Turkey that's coming over now. Yeah. Finally, they're going to have a phenomenal team. LeBron's going to be wanting to go to Philadelphia. You're out of your in mind. 2018. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for her, Allen Iverson's coming back. No, trust it. He can be the godfather. Poor Hinkle got Hinky got the raw deal in Philadelphia, and you know, let's just go. Let's, let's hear the song build, one time. You can't, you can't build a great team with a bunch of rookie guys. I'm sorry. Maybe in five years. Let's they make can a be bet good. right now. Next year. Next year. Oh, let's do it. All right. I, I want in on this. Then. What's the, what's the Six, bet? Sixers will be in the playoffs next year. Next year. Ah, totally. Like okay. this. Con- well, I'll, the coming I'll year. I'll take that bet. What's the bet? Go ahead. I I put the bet forward. You make the bet. That's how it's worked every okay. time. Um. Well, they have Ben Simmons there, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. That team is fucking yeah. stacked, yeah. man. For the next playoffs. decade. Oh, yeah. They're not going to make playoffs. Yeah, I'll take this. Right, I'll let's, be, down let's, this. let's have a two-on-two <laughs> two bet. Me and Paul against Cavi and Tommy. Sounds like it's getting awkward, but yeah, roll yeah. the two-on-two. Um, two, yeah. The double-team bet. <laughs> yeah. No Eiffel Towers. I don't know. No, I don't know what to bet on here. Maybe just like a... Yeah, we'll come up with something, and yeah. we'll use it on another podcast. No. We'll we'll figure something out for the bet. Just don't I'll, forget. I'll it. put what I'll put my well, not my house. Yeah. My yeah. wife will get pissed about that. Yeah. But I'll put whatever. Like I'll put money on. I'll this put my one. house on, but I'll put my wife on. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Want. We'll figure out the bet. Um, so another NBA story. Cavi wrote an article about this. Everyone has their own little thing behind the scenes. Let's say, apparently Kevin Durant has a little. Fart fetish going How about on. This? I thought I read that wrong. I said I thought it was foot fetish, which oh, I could that, would be, that would be Rex Ryan. How about Rex this? Ryan. So, dummy athletes of the week. I mean, Kevin Durant spent all Saturday and Sunday fighting with a girl, fighting with some random, like she, decent looking, but probably not Kevin Durant material, but just fighting with this random girl on Twitter for hours. Every time she said something, he answered back. So that screams to me that you're defensive at that point. Mm -hmm. Because you know how many people probably chirp at Kevin Durant, and he just ignores it? Yeah. And then some girl says, you know, I know the girl from Coyote Ugly that you, like, you asked her to fart in your face. At first I thought it was, like, the movie. I was like, oh, Tyra Banks definitely farted in his face. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, and he says, he responds, which one? (laughs) So that means he ran through all of Coyote Ugly when he was in OKC. But he was taking it to heart. She was just laying it to him, and he's like, "You lie all the time." Like it was weird. Poor Kevin um, Durant's mother. I think that's. I think the thing about. I think Durant is. Uh, I think he's like a. 
a semi-professional Twitter troller, though. I think he enjoys it because he he made a comment that he he, he won. that Twitter Twitter uh, Twitter trolling is better than going to the club, according to him. Uh, <laughs> he, that's what he wrote. So I think he actually enjoys kind of just kind of giving some back. To I the think he enjoys uh, Twitter trolling and Bud Light, right? You yeah. guys all saw that oh video. Oh my god, can't keep one down. <laughs> he huh? can't, hold he it can't even keep a half of what one. He tried to say he had a bad cheeseburger the night before yeah. or something like that. Probably took a bad fart to the face. I need to use that yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was all the build up tomorrow. It was a wet one. Yeah. Oh my god. Damn. Kevin Durant, I mean, hey, if everyone has their thing, if you like, you know, buttholes in your grill, that's cool. We had somebody on Twitter tweet us back today. It says, uh, Bare buttholes farting in your eye. That's how you get uh, farting in your face. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hysterical. They're clearly, uh, clearly a South Park fan. Another quick Durant note that I did notice today, on a serious note, is uh, he actually declined his um, yeah. his option for next year, but he said that he wants to be re-signed. So I think okay. he's going to restructure his contract yep. to save some money yeah, so they can re-sign all those guys again. Money. That mm-hmm. came out on my way over here that yeah. he's agreed to take less money so they can keep the core of the team together. Yeah, that's so. cool. And Good they're trying to bring in. Um, Kyle Korver. Oh, They're in talks to bring Korver. Well, he wants to get a championship. He's been in Cleveland. He, did yeah. he get one last year with the Cleveland squad? No. He, well, uh, they're going to have to clear out for Paul George to get over the Cavaliers. So. Yeah. He's going to the Lakers. I don't know. Nah. Maybe he'll go to He anyway. wants to go to the Lakers. Maybe, maybe he wants to go to Philly. They want to send him to the Cavs. Hey, everybody <laughs> wants to go to Philly right now. All right. So, a championship. Um, quick, another dumb athlete, Michael Floyd. Uh, setting off his ankle bracelet, testing positive for alcohol in his system. Dude. Was that Kabuka? Hashtag Notre Dame guy. Like, he was Kambuka. four days away Kambuka. from being off probation. You realize that? Four days away from being off probation. You're a moron. I don't care if you were. I don't care if you weren't drinking alcohol. If you were drinking some crazy kabuki or whatever you want to say, don't put that shit in your body. Don't put it in your body. You don't know if it's, if, you dude. Know. Just don't put it in your body. What's gonna happen? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, just stick to water for ninety some days. Stick I'm to gonna water. guess that if you write fermented on a piece of paper. Michael Floyd has no goddamn clue what that means. <laughs> He's a Notre Dame well, guy. Of course They're not. Intelligent. Exactly. He was a Notre Dame. They're very intelligent Notre Dame. They play football. They get s- straight A's most of them, right? Yeah. He left early. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know. You gotta. It, it, it was so low, though. I think he's gonna gonna get out of it. But he, he went to bed at three o'clock, supposedly, whatever. It registered at five thirty in the morning. Like I'm guessing he didn't wake up at five o'clock in the morning, chug a. A half a beer. You never it was know. So I low. that. It was point five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. keeps them by the <laughs> nightstand. <laughs> <as well. laughs> I've seen it. It was point zero five though. Like it, Eddie it has barely a registered. Yeah. Yeah. it uh, barely registered. Eddie's go-to. He got I can, Tylenol, Bud Light, and rubbers on his yeah. nightstand. That's that's what he goes. And to. the rubbers are still closed. Yeah, down yeah. <laughs> they're expired. Well, it yeah. depends on I what he buy, picks up first. I can buy the. I can buy the story. Um, I think he's gonna get out of it, but it, it's just like. Don't be dumb. Not Just in the NFL, man. And he's living with. Here's the other thing: is he's living with Kyle Rudolph. He's under house arrest, living with Kyle Rudolph. So Kyle Rudolph, I'm guessing maybe you're, you're a huge scumbag then, and I like completely right. Kyle Rudolph's got kids and shit. You're hoping he's not waking up at five o'clock in the morning, walking into Kyle, uh, you know. Walking into Kyle Rudolph's kitchen and drinking half a beer and then going back to bed, you know, yeah. like but my, just doesn't. But my, doesn't my add thing up. is okay. So th- I'm, another Notre Dame guy. This couldn't yeah, have been. This couldn't have been his first time drinking this stuff. Like you don't just like, oh, I like this stuff. I'll, I'll chug like four yeah, before I bed. Exactly I want to drink. My point. So, so there has to be a first time well, to everything, right? It's all you, you decide yeah. to start drinking that. I'm now ge- out of anywhere. I'm guessing you're not drinking that shit. Four, you're not drinking four bottles of that shit if it's not your first time. Do you ever? 
that stuff. It's, Is that what he said? He drank his four bottles. Of four it? bottles like, of it. Yeah. yeah. While Watch watching it. movies that night. I was. Yeah. I was. Somebody on. Somebody on Facebook or Twitter said that um, their their daughter actually uses it as a uh, dietary because she has problems going yeah. to the bathroom. So, and she takes oh, like yeah. she takes like a little bit of it and 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 goes to the bathroom like extensively. Four bottles of it. He probably blew out an O ring if that was the case. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's like Lloyd. Different ones yeah. have different things. I mean, there's some for cancer, like. They they do it, but it's literally rotten water yeah, you're it's, drinking. It's it's, it's mold and, and bacteria. I, I know somebody who gives that to their Jamie. Their, uh, Jamie, 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 Jamie uh, friend of the show, friend J- of the show, J- Jamie McDonough. Well, he's on the no carb diet. Yeah, yeah so. he he sends us a picture after <laughs> Cavi's article came out, and he's like hashtag haters and yeah, sends haters. a picture of it on his counter. But you know, uh, hashtag Notre Dame guy. Hopefully, uh, you know, I mean. And get back Good luck at the CFL, Michael Floyd. My, uh, I think that they should create a uh, a a show where they have Michael Floyd, uh, Gordon, and um, uh, Thomas Bryant. No, no, no. Um, Vince Young. <laughs> no, the quarterback for the Browns. I completely just Johnny Manziel. Out. Johnny Manziel. I think they should have like the surreal Reality life with show. those three on there. I think it'd be huh. just a fun show to watch. That's all we got though for that. All right, we're gonna talk to uh, our fantasy. NASCAR guru Taylor Scrignoli next. Big in. NASCAR week for he Taylor. Killed he killed it. it. Making people bank this week. So Taylor, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Kyle Larson killed it this weekend. The man is on fire. I know. He uh, won the, the Firekeepers Casino 400 in Michigan. Uh, Taylor, you just absolutely... Killed it in uh, DFS this week on DraftKings. Yeah, no surprise to you, right? Right, uh, right, Taylor. Larson was your pick, wasn't he? Yes, I, uh, I'm pretty sure I I loaded up Larson in uh, every single lineup that I, that I rolled out this weekend. Um, it was a it was a fairly chalky weekend, and what I mean by that was, you know, the guys that we thought were good plays uh, turned out to be uh, fairly good plays. Um, yeah, I was just doing the recap for my article for for this week, looking back at last week's picks, and uh, you know, I, I was doing that this morning. And uh, a lot of the guys I wrote up last week uh, turned out to be the the plays that were in uh, some of the winning lineups that that I rolled out, and uh, some of the winning plays in in some of the big GPPs that I was in. So felt good to kind of get back on the horse uh, and nail some picks after uh, you know a couple rough weeks at, at Dover and Pocono the last two weeks. So uh, it's always good to, to win some cash. So, Taylor, this was uh, Larson's second win of the year and second straight at Michigan. Did that play a factor into you choosing him this week? I, I think he came out and said, I don't know if it was before or after the race, that he felt that he didn't really have the best car to, in, this, uh, in this field. Um, the Michigan's uh, basically a, a speed track, right? So whoever's kind of had speed throughout the season, um, we, we generally see that carry over to a track like Michigan. Um, you know, they're doing about 220 miles, uh, 220 miles an hour down the straightaways, and uh, you know, it's, it's really uh, just pure speed. So you saw you saw Larson, you saw Truex, and, and they've been really the, the top two drivers when you look at. You know, year-to-date driver rating on the season. They were starting first and second. Um, it was a. It, it, you didn't need to overthink this weekend. It was. It was you play those two and you kind of fit everything around them. They ended up scoring. Um, I think Larson scored eighty-five and a half points and Truex scored seventy-four and a half points. 
um, which were the top two point scores for the week. So, um, you know, that, that, that's the way I envisioned it playing out, and uh, that's that's the way it happened. So we we talking uh, mortgage payment money this week or what? No, no, I, I, I think I had 80 bucks in play and uh, tripled it up, so I walked away a- with uh, – we had a couple people on Twitter uh, hit us up this week that kind of uh, gave us a thank you for your article and for all your insight. We had a bunch of big winners. Uh, I think we saw one guy had 1700 bucks. He put on a uh, $10 buy-in, and another kid had over a grand on a $20 buy-in. So um, big winners, man, if they follow your article. Uh, we've been telling people for the last uh, you know two, three months since NASCAR has been going, just got to get on your wagon and follow these articles. I think it's a. I think it's a good thing. People are starting to finally realize where the money's at, and that is uh, at the point after shows article by Taylor for Fantasy NASCAR. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, I, I did end up with a couple uh, couple extra Twitter followers this weekend. So I, <laughs> I saw. I think uh, I think it was Paulie that uh, kind of posted the screenshot and, and gave a shout out after the race, and uh, you know, next thing you know, I'm getting uh, a bunch of notifications here. Uh, my phone kept dinging that. That additional people were following me, so that's so, what happens when you take your profile off private. They, yeah, I still don't know what all that means, but hey, apparently uh, people are finding it, and uh, you know, we're we're having a good little run here. So hope to keep that going this weekend. We we got our first growth course of the season, so they do turn they do turn uh, turn right as well this weekend. So it'll I don't be, think the cars do. It'll that. be an exciting. Uh, uh, they're out in California at the road track. And don't so forget about us when you get get real big here, uh, Taylor. Yeah, a couple a couple more weeks like this, Taylor, and we're gonna maybe start uh, making your article exclusive to people that pay for it. I think because uh, you're, you're, we're just giving away too much free good information, and people are making money, and we're not seeing any dividends of this. We're just gonna need well, you maybe to sign. The, uh, t- tell them to click on some ads or something. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're just gonna need you to sign this uh, exclusivity yeah. contract. Yeah. <laughs> It's only like a lifetime deal, so yeah, it's you know, just it's your whole bad. life, your soul, things like that. No so, worries. So, Taylor, one last question uh, before we uh, we say goodbye. Uh, next next week, I'm not sure what the race is, but uh, any anybody have you looked at it yet? And do you like anybody uh, for for next week's race? It's uh, it's a completely different track than than what we just saw in Michigan. Michigan, you're going 200 and. You know, 220 miles an hour this week we get to it's it's Sonoma it's a it's one of the two road courses um, you're gonna see um, some interesting pricing because there's some road specific drivers that are really good um, for example AJ Allmendinger is a really good road course driver you're gonna see his price way up this week um, he had been in that kind of mid six thousand range my guess is he's gonna be close to nine thousand this weekend that's how good he is at, at the road courses. Uh, but it's going to be a little different strategy as well because you're only going to have 110 laps this weekend, um, where some of the other tracks like Bristol, you have 500 laps. So um, a lot of your points come from you know the guys leading the laps. You get a quarter point for a lap wedge. You get half of a point for having the being the fastest car um, that particular lap. So you're going to have a whole lot less laps. So it's going to put more of an emphasis on that place differential um, and your finishing finishing position this weekend so um not quite sure who i'm gonna you know who i'm gonna recommend at this point i'm gonna see some practice times and definitely qualifying which is you know one of the most important things that you can have heading into the race in terms of information so um i know that both bush brothers are uh, are good road course drivers um Madonna was up there when i looked this morning on my spreadsheet so um 
it'll be it'll be a fun week. The road courses are always uh, awesome. We'll have to wait till the morning of get some uh, get get the rest of the insight. How do you how do you feel about Danica Patrick on this this track? Oh, poor Danica. She always oh, man. She uses blinkers. Paul said she can't drive because she's a woman. That's a fair fact. It's true. Fact. I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. Um, so you know, full admittance. Uh, you know, I didn't get to watch the entire race on Father's Day, um, but caught the caught the last uh, 40 laps or so. And Danica just once again being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, got caught up in a. You can, um, you can call it that crash. if you want. We'll ju- I'll just say that she is just a terrible driver, and somehow miraculously, wrecks always seem to find her. She's a terrible driver. They do seem to find her, but she's she's always just floating in that kind of that that twelfth to fifteenth range. So she's doing well at the time that that these accidents. These crashes find her, so I. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what everybody else in the world's thinking. If she, if she didn't look like what she looks like, she wouldn't still be in a race car. If she looked like the backside of a donkey's ass. She would have been thrown out of that race car two years ago. But the fact of the matter is, she's pretty. She sells and she can't drive. So that's it for me. That's Paul, by the way. That's <laughs> stating that. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that far. I don't. That far. I don't want to alienate our, our female uh, NASCAR followers and listeners. So I'm sure we have a. You know, all two of them. I don't. I don't want to make them. I hope they know. send at just just everybody. All those female NASCAR elite girls can just at me. Slide, yeah, they're probably Instagram the models anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, we already, we already pissed them off. Yeah. Well, I think on on that note of uh, you know pissing everybody off that was listening. Let's. We had uh, a couple controversial uh, topics tonight. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight, buddy. We appreciate it. And keep putting out those articles, winning all of our followers' money. Keep winning yourself money. And uh, happy belated Father's Day, buddy. Hey, thanks. And uh, anyone who's a, who's a dad listening, uh, same, same goes out to everybody else. And uh, you know, if you win some money using some of, some of our picks, uh, make sure you let us know, and you know, we'll keep good information coming. Send, send some screenshots. And, Taylor, one of these weeks we'll get golf right. One of these weeks, my friend. Uh, I, had, I Real quick, I had a... A DraftKings lineup in the Millionaire Maker. Pat Brooks had Brooks in it, and the other five guys missed a cut. Uh-huh. So took, took some shots, and uh, you know didn't pan out this week. But but I had the winner. So hey, shooters got to shoot. Yep. I, I keep shooting, babe. Yep. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Taylor. Have a good night, buddy. Right. Thank you. All right, guys. See ya. Alright guys, that's all we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, follow us at at Point After Show on Twitter. My personal Twitter handle is at Eddie underscore the PAS, Tom. I'm at T-Lip underscore the PAS. Polly. At the FF Advantage, Cavi. At at Producer Cavi. And the Stroud Rounder. What's your Twitter? At Stroud Rounder. And uh, make sure you go to our website, www.thepointaftershow.com, and check out our daily blogs, our fantasy blogs, uh, fantasy football blogs, Cavi's awesome randomness blogs and Tommy's with Cavi. yeah <laughs> he's throwing oh, they're great out there they're now. great yeah. and the the Friday uh, the Music. song of the week Friday yeah. jams don't and, forget uh, to check out our new iTunes podcast it's our fantasy football full podcast and then make sure if you if you think you have or, or if you're in a fantasy football league and you think you have a crazy you know loser place um you know, whatever, anything crazy in your fantasy football league, hit us up on the website, email us, uh, or hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, if you guys have any tips too for stories, you know, hit any of us up on Twitter or or email us or anything. You know, we'd love, we'll always give you credit. But if you have a scoop, 
you know, let us know. Not not the scoop of scoop, but any other scoop. Let any us know. scoop. And maybe you'll win our July uh, month of July yep. contest. July and August, still ready to go. Congratulations again to McCormick Farm Fantasy League for winning June. We'll be talking to you guys on Thursday. And as always, if you made it this far, thank you. Peace. <laughs>